0: Ooh, and welcome to the 104th episode of Lake of Rage, a Pokemon trading card game podcast. I'm your host, as always, Kevin Clemente, a.k.a. Mellow underscore Magikarp. I'm joined today by a very special temporary guest host. Joining us fresh off of a top four at the Portland Regional Championships, we have the one and only Andy Gantner. Andy, how are you doing today?
1: I'm great. How are you doing, Kevin?
0: I'm doing pretty well. I'm very happy that I got to get you on the pod. I had Elliot on, you know, for the world's uh round table a little while ago and i'm like all right andy you got to give me that good finish and uh you did it (laughs) yeah you got that killer right and it was well deserved too you've been in day two like constantly this season and now it's like it finally paid off finally got there
1: yeah my my day two runs this season um didn't like been three threes two fours and everything (laughs) but glad to finally have a good run in day two
0: And we'll talk about all those runs, you know, that you've had this season, everything else in a little bit. But first, what we're going to be getting to today, we're going to have some rap strike questions because, of course, the first time we've had Andy on the podcast. Then we're going to get to know a little bit more about his history as a player because you're a name who kind of came out of nowhere. And I think that the nowhere will make sense after we dive a little deeper into that. And then we're going to talk about the the Portland run because... Uh, we kind of played the same deck, but not really. So I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how both of those went, our experiences with it. And then we're going to dive into Turbo Lost Box, the deck that, you know, we played with the Ultra Balls and Luminions and stuff like that, because I think there is a lot moving forward that people are ignoring with the deck that uh they, they should respect it quite a bit because there's a lot of cool stuff going on there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, deck sick. Deck sick. <laughs>
0: So first thing, some rapid strike questions. You're going to have 60 seconds to answer as many as you can. No explanation, just straight off the dome. What do you think? Are you ready?
1: Okay. Yes, right. I'm ready.
0: Question number one. Do you prefer winter or summer? Winter. What's your favorite snack? Uh, <laughs> the
1: Cheeto. Uh, no, no, no. The Dorito, the Dorito, like, Circle Euler, like, the... The Dorito rolls that are like talkies, you know?
0: (laughs) I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, What's your favorite retro format ever?
1: Ooh, um, I like to peek around (laughs) format.
0: Let's go. What's your favorite deck ever?
1: Um, Mew. I liked Mew.
0: That's disgusting. Uh, Would you rather be (laughs) late or be early? Um, rather be early. What's your favorite internationals location? columbus ohio (laughs) do you prefer super salad
1: Mm, soup
0: would you rather or sorry toppings on your perfect pizza
1: Ooh, uh, jalapenos okay um sausage and bait or and bacon yeah
0: all right bet last one what color sleeves do you use
1: black i
0: like black awesome so you only got through nine nine out of 20 is uh an f unfortunately, <laughs> oh, unfortunately. but you still got more than alex and that's all that matters <laughs> there we go
1: yeah I can, I can i can flex that to him when, when i see him
0: tomorrow. oh you have to 100 percent. and yeah, yeah. yeah just let him know you got over twice as many as he got <laughs> <laughs> so i want to dive a little bit into your history as a player because I feel like you're a name that like people keep posting the top 16 standings or whatever, the CP race. And your name is there in all bold, of course, or all caps. And it's like a lot of people kind of ignore that you have been having an amazing season. So, Andy, when did you start playing the game just in general? And when did you start playing competitively and seriously?
1: Um, so I started playing the game when I was like. I think it was like when I was around eight. Um, cause my brother wanted to get into the game. Um, he got like a theme deck or something and he mm-hmm. wanted to go to the league at Chains. and my mom wanted a place where like we could hang out. Cause we, like, I mean like there wasn't much we could do when we were at So we went to a league. Um, and it was just like a great, great place. To, like talk to people like socialize and stuff. So that's where I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got super competitive, uh, like when I started to go to like everything and try and go for races and stuff was last year as a senior. Um,
0: was that pre pandemic you started or was that post pandemic you started the like serious grind?
1: Uh, post pandemic. Yeah. Okay. I, I got my invite by going to a couple cups or cups challenges and then two regionals the year before. Um, and then just was like the next year I was like, why not just like go in fully? So I committed, yeah.
0: How did that last half of seniors go for you last year?
1: It was it was <laughs> nuts. <laughs> um, I um my first regional coming back, I top forward, and we were like, Well, that just locks me up for a top four stipend because this one there's one tournament in this quarter other than EUIC and like nobody's going to UIC. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically locked for top four stipend. So I can just go to NAIC. We even went to EUIC to try and lock up my top four, even just in case a couple of people got points from NA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like that, that one top four just like launched me in a spiral where I started going everywhere.
0: Let's go. Did you have any other good finishes in seniors?
1: Yeah, I... um. I got second at Vancouver, uh, Vancouver regionals. I lost to Reagan in finals because I flipped three tails on cramps and I got, um... <laughs> I, I was pretty pissed, but
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's valid. I, if we've learned anything from this past weekend, it's that Reagan absolutely demolishes <laughs> everyone from
1: Seattle. <laughs> oh yeah. And that was his, that was his third regional win in a row that season. That's at so. He, a weekend, yeah
0: bro he's so good (laughs) yeah Yeah, it was was pretty nuts so this is your first season in masters how did your first tournament as a master go
1: um uh the london open was my first official tournament as a master um and that was sick i played the deck i should have played for worlds um ice rider palkia intel um, because I'd been practicing for it for like a couple with it for a couple months, and I was like, this deck's really nuts. And then on the flight over to Worlds, I decided to switch to Mew because I was like, I've been playing Mew for the whole season, why not play it for one more tournament?
0: Um Mew seemed like a really was, good play. It turned out to be a trap, but <laughs> it yeah. seemed like a really good play for Worlds.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I ended I ended up playing Calyrex to the open um and went eight one one and finished top eight. Um, which sent me off in, in a pretty good start to the season.
0: Yeah, because you... Okay, this is something I don't actually know, but I think stipends carry over, right? Like, if you finish quarter four in seniors, you get the stipend as a master, correct, for the next...
1: Yes, so I finished top four um in the quarter, the season before, um, for the LAIC travel award. So I got the travel award to go to sao paulo um in masters
0: nice so how how did the rest of the season like what are some other like highlights because i know i know you got quite a few so this is your chance to brag what are some of those other highlights from the season
1: um peoria was pretty sick uh but i lost two winnings to top eight in a row that's killer <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it was unfortunate but i mean i had a great time um and you're on curam
0: just- for that tournament correct
1: yeah. I played Kirim for that tournament. Um apparently everybody did not like so I was like not I, I didn't for the beginning half of the season I'd never to like I wasn't in any testing groups never really talked to any like players who were super competitive in the game, right? Other mm-hmm. than like like our local testing server, right? Yeah. Um so I just like went in played something that was there.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's clearly a good deck, right? You just, like, blow stuff yeah. up and hope it works.
1: Yeah, yeah. You hope you hope not to hit Reggie's and then you're like, okay, GG's. <laughs> and, or Pelkia, yeah.
0: Yeah, would you lose your witness too? I actually never heard this one.
1: So, I lost one of them to Pelkia Intel. Okay, fair. And then the other one I lost to uh, Zorark V-Star.
0: Did you let the uh, Zorark in the top 8? Eight-
1: Actually, no, because <laughs> one ten three one or eleven three one bubble into cut, and um, and I was ten three one at that point and and I lost him. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I lost the second one in him because I had seventy five percent resistance at that tournament, Gotcha,
0: so you would have bubbled in
1: I, I was guaranteed the lo- the next lowest person was like sixty one percent resistance, and i was seventy five and I was just like,
0: <laughs> pretty sick, that's killer, <laughs> yeah. So you ended up with a good Kyurem finish, and then you're rolling now. You have a top eight. You have a top... Was it 16 or 32? 32. 32. 32. That, see, that always... That's, that's always the worst. You lose the winning in, and then it just drops you down to 32, and you're like, well, okay, cool.
1: Yeah, happens.
0: But, uh, okay, so you got, you got some good finishes there, right? Is this the <laughs> point where you're like, I can make a run for the top 16 race? Or are you just like, eh, I'm just playing Pokemon and want my invite?
1: Um... I'm gonna try, but I'm not gonna be too mad if I miss. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm I'm obviously gonna go to a bunch of cups. I think I have an advantage there as a lot of people have cup finishes and I like don't. So if I get a couple cup finishes, I just get farther into the top sixteen standings. Yeah.
0: Right on. So where, are you, where are you sitting at right now in the top sixteen race?
1: I'm like sixteen or seventeenth right now. So okay. <laughs> oh no (laughs) i'm on the the
0: bubble right now we'll see no it's fine by the time this episode comes out you'll have won two cups this weekend and yeah you're gonna be like 14 13 12 at that point and you're good to go right
1: (laughs) yeah yeah. and then i just need points at naic and then i'm sure
0: yeah it's easy and everyone gets points at naic it's free
1: exactly free Free. i just need to like go five three one and get 60 points for top five twelve
0: is it actually 60 for top five twelve Yes. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. It's so ridiculous.
1: I know you get top thirty-two points for getting top five hundred and twelve at an. It's, <laughs> it's like actually crazy. Why ICs are so Yeah.
0: Why? Why do people try a regional? Just go to four ICS and you're good to go.
1: I know. There's no point in flying to a bunch of regional. Like, I feel like you have no shot at doing the stipend race unless you like go to every single ic You know, because there's just like no point in trying if you can't make it to all of them.
0: We had uh, for listeners. We had Sam Chen on a couple months ago, and that was uh, almost the exact same thing that he was talking about. Is like <laughs> you go to the ICs and you do well. Obviously, you can't just bomb yeah. them, but <laughs> you do well, and you're like, ah, hey, you're in a pretty good spot.
1: <laughs> well, if you get like if you get points at least at each of the ICs, that's like, it, well, like, your OCIC isn't top two fifty six points, so you, that's like three hundred and forty points automatically. So like you're ten points away from the invite and. 500 points away from your stipend, and you're just, like, close.
0: Yeah, that's go 5 through one at 4 ICs, get top yeah. 4 at to a league challenge, and you're good to go.
1: <laughs> it's
0: ridiculous, yeah. So, how many day twos did you make this season? Oh, shoot. Oh, or is that, shit. you've made too many that you don't even know the number. My goodness.
1: <laughs> it's, like, I think it's, like, 6? It might be 5. I will um
0: i guess we'll, we'll count the open as a day two as well there was no day two but you got top eight so i think i, I we'll think we can that. count that
1: <laughs> um okay so i have i have portland i have ocic i have orlando i have arlington i have laic and i have peoria so that's six but if we count the open that's seven
0: so a pretty darn strong season coming from you for sure this is you know that first season is masters you're absolutely killing it
1: i appreciate it but i mean i don't know why i get more recognition than my brother because he just has like the same finishes as, as me but i just like have the storyline of being on stream so
0: <laughs> that is that is true and we had elliot on for a world's meta discussion a little while ago and elliot's been also killing it so if you see either yeah. of the gantner brothers you should be afraid. I've played both of them at locals like a lot Shout out to tabletop village for hosting so many tournaments over the pandemic. They will give you a good game. Unfortunately, <laughs> they, they will, they will make you work for any possible wins. Definitely two names to be afraid of in this game. Thanks Kevin. So I don't want to talk about Portland of course, because that's, that's why we're here, right? You got that absolutely killer finish. So I want to start a little bit. I was also in Portland, uh, We kind of got to the same place with decks. I made a couple of changes and then I scrubbed out a top 128 versus you obviously got the top four, right? So I want to talk a little bit about we got the list from the same person. So shout out to Owen for that one and then shout out to Victor for giving it to Owen. (laughs) But uh, before that, I was on Turbo Lost Box, but I was on a slightly different build. I had the Kyogre. It was... I'm going to say it's almost identical to the list that like Azul and Grant and Isaiah brought, but that's not a surprise because it's a very vanilla list. Technically, they're just very good players. And on the car ride up, I was terrified. I was like, I don't know how to play Kyogre. I'm not actually that good at this game. I've played, you know, 20 or so games in the past week, maybe even two weeks, like not that many practice games. I was like, I don't think I can do Kyogre. And then Owen sent the list to the Discord, and I was like, wait, this is kind of sick. And then you tested it, and you're like, you and Johnny tested it, I gotta give Johnny credit too. But uh, yeah. it was like, you're like, bro, this deck's insane, right? What deck yeah. were you on before you had started testing it? And then what made you switch over to the Turbo loss box with the Ultra Balls and Luminion?
1: So I was considering uh, either Lugia or just Turbo Lost on Vanilla um, before the event. Um, and then literally like five minutes before, or like probably fifteen minutes before I was gonna leave to head down to Portland, he sends or I check the Discord and I see, I see the list Owen posted, and I'm like, "Yo, Lumen and Ultravolt seem sick." So I like throw it together, play like three get, like three test hands and hit Mirage Gate every turn one Mirage Gate every single time I do, and I was just like, "Yo, this deck's sick," and I was like. I'm playing this just automatically. (laughs) So I locked it in and just uh, checked it for the regional.
0: So I want to talk a little bit about my favorite turn one Mirage Gates, and then I want you to share a couple of yours. I'm sure you got them too, but I I have two that stand out very blatantly to me. One of them was against a Guardy opponent, and they're deciding between like getting another Ralts or getting a Manaphy. And they're like, I don't think you got it like that. And I look at my hand and I'm like, Okay, sure. <laughs> and I proceed <laughs> to just Greninja them, and they just like, uh, game two. <laughs> it was just, it was so beautiful. <laughs> like they blatantly were like, no, 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 you never do this. Another game, I tweeted this one out too in response to Azul's controversial quote unquote tweet about you know, oh, you always keep playing the game until you win, like it's totally fine. I tried to do the opposite against Mew, right? Mew, literally a free matchup for this deck. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm playing. I've got the. They and me into like a boss and a Mirage Gate or something. You know, it was like the perfect hand because Mew sucks, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to boss the Genesect. I'm a Dragonite for game. And I just do it incredibly quickly because I'm like, I got this, right? I end up knocking out my own Comfy because I'd put damage counters on with Drapeon earlier because I didn't get my Greninja out. You know, the various story, right? It was the correct place to put the damage counters. So we go to uh, Sudden Death. It's technically not Sudden Death, but we go to Sudden Death. My opponent. Yeah. Goes Mew in the active DTE, attaches a choice belt. That was the mistake. They didn't bench anything, they played around the Drapion correctly. I proceed to get the double Mirage Gate, double vacuum (laughs) to get the Drapion KO in sudden death. And they were just sitting there stunned, like that. That's not that never happens. And I'm like, that actually happens fairly often.
1: (laughs) It was so good. My favorite part of that is the BM of attacking with Drapion there instead of anything <laughs> else.
0: Because Okay, I will defend the Drapion because I didn't have a water energy in hand to Dragonite, and I didn't know I was going to get the second Mirage Gate, but <laughs> the, the Drapion to beat me was just too good every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's sick. All
0: right, now I got I to hear yours. What are your favorite turn one Mirage Gates that you pulled off in that tournament?
1: Um, okay. So... I hit a. Oh, these are. I hit a Lost Zone Zard. And game two, I believe. So game one, I didn't really draw very well and I lost. But game two, I started with like <laughs> Confei, VIP Pass, two switch outs, uh, four Seal <laughs> Stone, Nest Ball, Lost Vacuum callrus And I'm just like. That's so good. <laughs> I have donk in hand. That's and then beautiful. He puts down two comp, and I'm just like, good ninja game.
0: <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's a big feels good right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, so we went to game three pretty quick, uh, to say the least.
0: I, I, that's the way to finish three games in the lost zone mirror. <laughs> Dead draw oh, yeah. game one, donk them game two, then you're good to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, we had like 40 minutes left for the third game. <laughs> Yeah. Um. But I mean, I didn't hit too many actually donks after that. I think I might have hit or not like donks, but I probably hit a couple other turn one mirage gates where I hit like seven and lost him, but I didn't like couldn't take advantage of it because I didn't have like another switch out or mm. or you know, like, because there's some, there's some situations where you like have to like loss on a switch out instead of like a nut- your second Clara and it just like gets super awkward. So you're like, I, I can't go- I don't want to go for a donk here. Because I think if I lost on two Clars, I can't finish the
0: game, anyways. That sounds about right, based off my experience. I cut the Lax, which we'll talk about in a second. You played Snorlax, uh, I didn't, and that was when I found out a lot. Where it's like, oh, you benched Manaphy. Like I'm just gonna Cramorant here, even if I can get seven in the Lost zone, because like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give you a Raikou. I'm not gonna KO your, you know, Mew from Celebrations or whatever with my Raikou. I'm just gonna crammer at you. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So it's like it felt good. If the, the ones where it felt good were they were so good <laughs> but the other games were like eh, i'm just gonna cram and it. it's totally fine so yeah um yeah
1: oh yeah um one thing i felt that was pretty cool with the deck is even if i like if i hit turn one mirage gate um and like i didn't have some like a great thing to knock out with i would just like to To get turn one mirage gate i might have to like bench lumen i just was was like it's my second crime around i get to i get to put it back in deck and maybe use it later so that was pretty cool
0: that is another sick because you can you can freely mirage gate i think the more that i played turbo loss box i realized that like you really only need two mirage gates most games sometimes you get away with even less because you're just sableye spamming so using one on Illuminion, at least for me, was always totally fine. I don't know if you have an opinion on the Mirage Gate thing on that one, where you're like, yeah, it's, they're expendable, right?
1: Yeah, they're 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 a loss zone card if it comes down to it. Um, I mean, like I always like finding them off like Rock or Judge, but like the more the better. But like if 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 it comes down to it, loss zone one does not feel too bad.
0: And then I want to talk a little bit more about the rest of your Portland run, because uh, as a real quick, because people want to know, I went 6-3, right? Uh, I lost on stream to Reagan. No one should watch that game. It was miserable, terrible. Uh, I watched Azul Vod review it, and I made one incredibly stupid play. Uh, Shout out to me for playing VIP pass before chorus and then whiffing basic Pokemon. You know, that's bad. And then a couple other like minor plays, but it's a miserable matchup. Lugia is, as we'll get to, (laughs) not, not a good matchup for this deck. And then I got, oh, I lost to a loss box. I think I told you this one. I ranted to everyone I could. They played double Manaphy, Penny, Halucha, and Echoing Horn. And so game one, I'm like, okay, if I Sableye their Manaphy, they never get Sableye. It's almost impossible, right? They just bench a second Manaphy from hand. And I'm like, all right, well, GG's, I guess. And then, you know, I continue. I'm still ahead, technically. I continue to play around the Sableyes. I have one Comfy on Bench. I have nothing else they can Greninja. They can't Sableye for two prizes. And they go Echoing Horn Halucha. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> well, <laughs> you got me, buddy. <laughs> GG's, right? <laughs> and then I got double donked yeah. by Lesage. And those are my three losses, right? It sucks sucks.
1: Uh, well, you got double donked by Lesage?
0: Well, kind of. I went uh, Concealed Cards Pass. He went Cramorant. I went Concealed Cards Scoop. So... technically wasn't a donk i guess (laughs) but yeah that's really that's really unlucky. (laughs) yeah it's a big rip right so that that was the tldr on my tournament run but i want to dive into your tournament because yours was pretty good what are some of the like key matchups you don't have to go through every single round but what were some of the ones that are like really memorable to you that you're like oh this round is really sick or like you know that type of stuff right
1: yeah yeah um so within the first four rounds, I hit two Myriadons. And I was...
0: Bro, what? You know,
1: <laughs> I was like, you know, sure. And, and one of them was playing, like, Double Clef Key plus Cleansing Gloves and Regielecki. Oh. I was like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, I'll lose to that one. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Did you lose yeah, that one or was but, that a...
1: Lose to Alan? Or, yeah, I lost to that one. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, um, and then I hit another one um and that guy was really nice i really like him uh his name's anthony perez he made top eight um but his list was sick he ran like flaffies mm-hmm. and magnezone and like all that good stuff um we ended up tying because i did not expect to see magnezone come and play game one um so i just like lost my mana fee early and i was just like
0: oh <laughs> okay that's how up. you lose that matchup yeah
1: yeah yeah um so i, I just got behind there um yeah, so I uh I like that, and then I hit two ArcTinas, uh this run a couple of, I feel like the first one I probably should have beaten,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but he judged me and I just like, I mean like couldn't get out of judge. It happens sometimes, you know, where you just like, you you think you think you're gonna win, uh, you have a buffer turn, but judge just hits you like a brick wall. and You just <laughs> like can't do anything here
0: can you this is one that i don't know because i played on the live ladder i was like oh let's queue up turbo lost box i can play it like the back of my hand and then i got absolutely demolished by an arctina how does the arctina matchup go like how do you approach that matchup in general obviously it depends is the correct answer but how does it usually go
1: um my goal for the matchup is to go like turn two, sableye spread going like 30 30 60 Mm -hmm. um targeting 60 on the tina um and then the 230s on the Mm Arceus's and then i try and boss the tina with my um dragonite and knock it out um and then they have to try and counter ko Mm -hmm. with both a v guarded and choice belted Arceus to knock out and then in that case i would have to like do some fancy footwork with like another save eye and then go back in with Dragonite mm-hmm. because I don't think they run two belts. Um,
0: some do, but I think you're correct. I I wouldn't expect it at least. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I would, I would probably, um, yeah, just try and KO just set, just set up Dragonite math on everything, you know, and then just keep, keep trying to swing with Dragonite they, and target down the things I can one shot it. That's mostly,
0: yeah. Okay. That sounds uh a very realistic. I think a a good for anyone picking up this deck for the first time, or if you're picking up Azul or Grant's deck, is Dragonite carries you pretty hard in a lot of matchups. Alright, so oh, yeah. you get some Arctinas. What else were some of the like the key the key things happening?
1: Um I hit three Mews in day two and two Sable <laughs> Uh so What? uh, Well, including top eight, three minutes. But um, okay, okay. so technically four in day two. So I really only had to beat one deck to make (laughs) top eight. (laughs) That's (laughs) a dream. Yeah, I had I had the matchup lottery, so like, (laughs) there's not much to explain with the Zard matchup. Then you want to hit like you just want to hit ten and loss and then just keep targeting down their mana fee and force them to claw over and over.
0: Yeah, Uh, and which despite my loss to it. It, the matchup is very good, like Zard okay. players will tell you they're more consistent, and the fact I got double donked makes it appear that way. But, yeah. uh, no, <laughs> if we <laughs> if Turbo sets up, it absolutely demolishes Zard. I will stand by that 100%. And you set up I, a lot, I yeah. I mean, you proved it too. <laughs> yeah.
1: It seems it seems like a pretty good matchup, and I hit one on my winning end, and I was pretty confident that I was just going to win there. So,
0: and you even hit. Uh, shout out to who we had on the Portland Meta discussion, Kiana Meany, who is you know two time reg- two time at least regional champion, a very 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 good player, and uh, you pulled that one off, which is absolutely huge because I saw that name and I was like, oh, Andy is in oh, for yeah. a tough one. <laughs> I want
1: to talk about that matchup actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, interesting enough. Um. I started Snorlax one game and I went draw attach pass. Oh no. <laughs> I won that game. How? Um, I was going second, I believe, and then I call risk that first turn. So I went draw callrus attach pass. I could have probably confade a couple times, but I was like, this doesn't seem worth. What if you just like what if I just like give him one prize and try and get to ten and lost him just by challering? Because I had three challists in hand, a vacuum, and two confes, and I was just like, what if I just keep like putting down the the two prizes and then get the first like important Sableye off.
0: Wait, that's because actually a pretty sick strategy.
1: Yeah, he didn't have a strong turn one, so I was doubting he could even crammer at that turn. So I was like, maybe I could just like out outpace him with the just chulruses. So I that actually worked out and I just hit three chulrises back to back to back <laughs> plus vacuum plus switch cart. Like switch cart into confey flower select, flower select, and then Sableye. So I I hadn't I hadn't used a flower selecting until the turn I used Sableye mm-hmm. that game, um, which was pretty cool.
0: That is one of the cool yeah. things about the lacks is you can sit there and even if I don't know if Keon did get the Cramorant off or not, but even if they do, it's like, well, you're not gonna Greninja it and you're not gonna Stabilize it, so I can take this hit and be perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it was an interesting game because I think something along the lines of that happened game two where I had like three choruses in hand and I didn't even use. Like, I I never got an established board in that matchup, and I mm-hmm. think that's pretty important in Mirror or in in um in the loss on Mirror, because like if you don't have prizes for them to take, then they won't be taking prizes.
0: That is one of the best strategies in the world is sometimes you don't even claw for the manaphy back, because then you're just benching Sableye targets, right? And you're like, yeah. I mean, obviously the Zard matchup, you don't bench the manaphy. You but target, yeah, any of them, you're like, well, if I just give you things you can't Greninja, then I don't have to bench the manaphy, because it doesn't matter, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I saw, I saw, I actually assumed he was playing Turbo at first because (laughs) I saw a couple, I saw like a four Seal Stone and Vacuums in this deck, and I was just like, oh, this is probably, it's probably Turbo, but it (laughs) turned out not to be
0: um were you not checking this is something that i'm curious because i haven't made a day two since ptcg stats live which i guess has only been like two tournaments anyway but uh do you check that at all during day two to see what your opponents are playing or you just like see a name and you're like oh i know what they're playing or i don't know what they're playing and that's fine
1: yo i did not know who Mani was until people told me i'm not gonna lie what
0: (laughs) oh my gosh
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, well, I mean, like, I I only know like the Reagan Red Sloth and like the the Rahul Ready and the <laughs> like like the newer the newer like I never I never like heard his like old like like 2017 wins and stuff because yeah I I didn't play back then you
0: know Hey, you did win in 2019 Santa Clara Regionals? So we have sure. a we have a or 20 2019 yeah, is 2019. So it's yeah. recent enough, but, uh, yeah. Okay. That's fair. So that did that help you then just going into a matchup, like not worrying, like, Oh, I just hit someone on a win and then totally fine. <laughs> or were the yeah, people? I was, high- yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I just thought I hit, hit um, hit a, like a local or something.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh bro. That's free. Oregon players trash, right? No problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, it's over. Um, uh, yeah. So, and on PTCG stats, I do check. I did check the live, mm-hmm. but um, they don't they don't display the second card. So like if they're playing Lawson box, oh. they just display on until the tournament's over, just to help players out. They just display the first card, which I do like because I don't want people like knowing I'm playing Turbo until I'm playing. Like they see I'm playing Turbo, you
0: know? Yeah, that's an interesting one. That really helps out like Zone decks. But like if you see a Lugia, you're like, well, I bet the second card's Archaeops <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> we didn't get to see it how'd the top eight match go
1: oh yeah that's interesting that, that one's an interesting one um <laughs> so um game one i got farmed i started like a two prizer and then i just like lost it, it there's not much to it
0: this was an immune I mean, correct yeah
1: into yeah, me okay me. yeah yeah um and then game two
0: wait i have to know how like what was going through your mind your first top cut as a master you lost game one by getting like you said absolutely farmed how are you feeling going into game two at that point
1: i was like i'm happy to be here (laughs) if i lose so be it nice Yeah, yeah yeah it happens yeah true um yeah so game two um i get a pretty decent setup um and I know before the tournament because I asked uh, one of the people I hit in day one what he, if he was playing like Penny or not and, mm-hmm. like, and like Thornton because there's two different lines to go for against Mew. Um, I, the more reliable line, in my opinion, is when they're not playing Penny or Thornton or like double switch card or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you go Greninja for 90-90 or Drapion turn one for two prize cards. And then you go Greninja for 90-90. And then stabilize twice in a row for game. Yep. Uh, which, in my opinion, is the most reliable line, um, and like happens most of the time. But if they are playing that, then you kind of have to go for Drapion. Drapion, uh, you're forced in that play. Um. So I was was I was told that he was playing um, Penny, I believe, um, before, and I mm-hmm. was having to go in with uh, Drapion uh later which worked out uh obviously and (laughs) spoiler (laughs) spoiler (laughs) so i take three prize cards he's at like two he rock sands me into like or like lost vacuum ultra ball or some or not like or no beach court ultra ball i believe nice (laughs) and then i and then i go like draw for turn it's an energy put down beach court greninja Into two, Lumen for Clara, Clara for Drapion game. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) That was pretty
0: sick. Bro, the Ultra Ball's Um, nuts. Every time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then we go into game three, right? And game three, I get the second turn, three prize knockout, and I started a one prizer. so he's down to three prizes, I'm down to three prizes, or... He'll be down to three prizes once he knocks out my Drapion. Mm -hmm. I'm down to three prizes. So he Roxanne knocks out my Drapion. Um, I draw four cards off Roxanne. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I see the top two cards. And in the top two cards, oh, and early, he discarded four paths. So he had no way to path me. So all I needed later in the game, in the next, like, three turns, was a Clara. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, it's over. Um, but he rock stands me the top two cards has Clara in it. And then the bottom two doesn't. And then I draw four and I'm like, Oh, Oh, I made a major screw up here. So Brandon, our judge, um, is like, that's a DPL. So he needs one more turn now to (laughs) win the game. So if I don't hit it this turn, I lose. And he's like, I'm shuffling these cards. Um, and then giving you two and then putting the other two to the bottom. Or to like shuffled in and then he shuffles in I'll, i get the clara out of the two he shuffled <laughs> and i drop the clara down and i'm like sorry man that was my bet on the dpl if, it, if, it, if it's any comfort that the clara was in the top two anyways
0: <laughs> i i don't know if that would be comforting or not just to know like you had it you screwed yeah. up and then you got it anyway <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's true <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, I was just like, well, that really feels bad. I was playing; it was a long day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, especially with the day before going till you know way past ten o'clock. Like,
1: woo. oh yeah, got like five hours of sleep. Then.
0: That's that's something. That's that's an amount of sleep. <laughs> right. All right, so you pull it off despite all odds. Apparently, you know, drawing a judge off of Roxanne is not, <laughs> you know, not going to go well. Right? That DPL is killer. Yeah. Got it anyway easy you got the plot armor and then you hit top four where you hit the tabletop village killer (laughs) it's the only way we can describe him now
1: (laughs) none of us except for lee beat reagan that entire tournament and we only had lee beat him once you hit him twice yeah lee beat him
0: in the time it didn't matter which is day one not day two
1: exactly yeah yeah um so i hate reagan i feel like i played Terrible that run. like actually, like <laughs> really, really bad. <laughs> like game one, you didn't summoning star. <laughs> um, So you won, right? right?
0: You always win that one.
1: I I did not end up winning, <laughs> but the reason I didn't win is game is is I thought I was hitting Donk turn one. Like I was like, oh, this hand's nuts. I'm hitting Donk. Yeah, and like yeah. I like lost on four important cards, and I'm just like, okay, sick. And then I. then i flowers or and then i and then i vip and i'm like oh i prize two confes i need to hit a heavy ball off like a confet or something and that's like not likely at all yeah so i was just i was like oh i can't hit donk anymore and i lost on like some really really important cards including like like a clara or two clara or no like a clara and a energy recycler
0: and for anyone uh, listening the real quick math on turbo lost box if you want to pick up the deck is three from comfy one from chorus sorry two from chorus two from vacuum to get to the seven so that's yeah. yeah incredibly important if you prize two the odds of pulling it off are possible double vacuum exists but <laughs> very unlikely well,
1: very, un- yeah, very
0: yeah yeah okay continue
1: um yeah so i missed turn one uh but i end up getting turn two knockout on his lugia which doesn't matter because he has like is an Urshifu setup, so he just counter KOs my um, counter KOs my Raikou and then just takes four prizes with the with the Urshifu because so he manually only...
0: attached to the Urshifu,
1: right? Right, <laughs> and the like the only way I can do damage against his Urshifu right now, like in the last few turns, is to Sableye. Like the only attackers I have are Sableye and Cram, yeah. And if I Sableye for th- three turns in a row. He is just a Venture Radiant Serena, and he takes four prizes before I can knock out his active. And then, like,
0: I assume this was the V Max, then, right? Using that first attack. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, Also, I bossed up his, I bought or I escape roped up his Radiant Serena, and he he's down two of his three DTEs, and then like in like a thirty card or like a forty card deck, he has the DTE in hand. (laughs) I'm like, no, this is so bad
0: when you're good you're um, good apparently
1: <laughs> yeah i uh, yeah it was it was not great for me but... all
0: right so, so y- yeah you lose game one despite no summoning stars that's i feel yeah. like if there's ever a chance to prove the matchup's not good that is that is it <laughs> like even if you didn't play super cleanly that is ooh that one that one hurts to hear i'm gonna be honest oh, yeah. Oh, yeah how did game two go
1: he didn't summoning star, but this time I did <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and, good. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I flower selecting, and I had, like Dragonite and Clara as my two options. And game one, I lost on Dragonite super early, mm-hmm. and that like came back and bit me. And I was like, <sighs> put Dragonite in <and> on, loss <laughs> zone. And, and it was like, uh, this, hopefully this doesn't bite me back again
0: yeah that's all that's always a sketchy in any matchup that's not the mirror right is like 250 yeah. is a big number i want that big number <laughs>
1: yeah 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 exactly um yeah but this time i just i was able to win i guess with without him summoning star so we went to game three did he finally I mean, summoning much- star yeah, he's something. So. Oh, you're so to see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he set up and it was game. So Um I had a line if he like if he didn't like have Penny in hand and um if he didn't have Penny in hand and he um didn't uh away my other uh energy recycler, because he cragg uh two cards they didn't they just couldn't be energy recycler. Um, but it was, so I was I was like I, I was just like eh, it's, it's plot, armor. It's plot
0: it's, armor I mean, yeah You're not wrong <laughs> That list yeah. too is It is not taking an L To Lost Box, maybe the Kyogre Sure, but <laughs> any other version 3 V-Guard energies, so that T-Tar Is never, should never, get KO'd By a Dragonite, right? Yeah. 2 Judge, a Collapse Stadium, and a Penny so that's yeah. and the serena So that's a lot of healing and a lot of yes. tankiness, and that is absolutely terrifying
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's really scary for us as uh turbo loss on box builders.
0: so you end up with top four great finish first of mm-hmm. probably many top cuts to come i'm gonna assume Thank you for <laughs> but i want to talk a little bit about turbo loss box in general moving forward we did Talk about some of the matchups, but your exact 60. So it's very tempting for people for sure to look at the top cut and be like, all right, who do I want a net deck? Grant Manley, Alex Shemansky, or this Andrew guy? Why should people go for your build over what Grant or Alex played?
1: You know, I am worse, much worse than Grant Manley. (laughs) But my list made top four, so <laughs> so that should speak for something, right?
0: All, that's always a valid argument.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, I like I I did it with um a good list, uh, but he did it with a worse list. <laughs> <laughs> so he's better than me. But if you're getting into it, I think my list is better. But there's always debate. I mean, I can I'm willing to debate. <laughs>
0: I think if you ignore the Lugia matchup, I think there's a very valid. Unfortunately, their Kyogre does help them a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kyogre makes it winnable.
0: But uh, I'll say as someone else who played the list and got... So I did end up in the standings one place above Caleb who played the same list as Grant, right? So it's, it's, yeah. that, it's that same parallel of the top four lists and also the top 128 list.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think, it, I think it's pretty bad. I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty based.
0: It is easier to play than Kyogre. I think that would be my argument, like all yeah. day long. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. A lot of counting, but then woo, you you go fast. A lot of people think, and you can tell me if you disagree with this. But a lot of people think Lost Box is a very methodical deck, right? You, every decision is really important, and that is true. But this version just punches you in the face so hard <laughs> that. I misplayed every single one of my nine rounds. I am a washed pokey dad now, and the deck is so strong that it carried me super hard. Do you do yeah. you agree with though? Just like the power of the deck is so incredibly high.
1: Yeah, I think it's like really hard for them to keep up when you're like bang, 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 <laughs> and then I just like, how do I? I can't come back from you. Like my compays are off the board because you Greninja them turn 2 What
0: happened? <laughs> Sell us on the Ultra Ball.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So, I think 7 is bigger than 4. Um,
0: <laughs> Yo, big if true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And I like the 4 cards that are in my deck, uh, which are Coluruses. Um, And the more outs I have to them, I feel like the more consistent my deck is. And people are saying that I have to discard bad stuff with my deck, like with Ultra Balls, right? But they're, it's like, not that bad. Like, you can always Ultra Ball away, like, one of your uh a couple of your energies are like an an energy in a rope or something like it mm-hmm. it's not it's not the end of the world if you discard those as long as you're like chorusing and getting those resources back while getting to in the law zone. like like that's it's it's just like really really useful i think
0: yeah, yeah the 7 is bigger than 4 is uh it's it sounds really stupid but it's like 100% true that's that's massive, right? Like, oh, you can play a Poke Gear. But it's like, well, Poke Gear hits, you know, depending on how big the deck is, like 45 to 55% of the time. Ultra ball hits, you know, 90% of the time, because you prize Illumineon occasionally. That's pretty yeah. good. That's
1: <laughs> very good. Well you, you know what I did to my new list? Ooh, yeah. I said I said nine is greater than four. <laughs> <laughs> I added two poke gears in there.
0: <laughs> yo let's go so okay let's talk about the changes that you would recommend real quick uh are there cards that you think are cuttable even if you haven't cut them yet you're like this is definitely a flex spot because it sounds like you've yeah, already yeah. cut stuff
1: um so i think Rock Sand's definitely cuttable mm-hmm. i really i really do like snorlax because it's super useful in mirror um and like in general just against against big attackers uh and also I didn't even think about it like in my top 4 round but there's there's definitely lines with it against Lugia mm-hmm. that I just didn't like cuz I, I wasn't like too well like experienced with the deck before I went into the tournament I played like maybe 20 15 games before I played in the tournament and I had I hit zero Lugia so I never like came across and I never practiced against Lugia is another thing. Mm-hmm. Um so I just like never like thought through the lines. Uh but there's definitely lines you can go with Snorlax, that helped the matchup a lot.
0: Can you walk us through the line? Because in the Discord, ignoring my terrible math, you did a very good job of like laying out the exact like, hey, this plus this plus this plays around Serena and still gets you there. So like what are some of those Snorlax lines that you had thought of?
1: If you remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a couple of the lines, like it's it's weird. So for, first, uh if they keep their um Lugia inactive. Mm-hmm. Then you just Raikou it, then they'll probably go in with Titar. um and then you'll probably will want to like go 90 90 immediately um with the Greninja onto um the the snorlax and uh your their lumen because most of the time they're benching lumen like the the dream the yeah there's there's no way they're not benching lumen unless they're like just skill diffing everybody.
0: Shout out to my stream game where he was able to judge himself into the <laughs> turn two Archaeops. I <laughs> have <laughs> yeah, big big rip. But anyway, yes, you're correct. The I played Alugia later and they had the Lumini on twice one of the games and it was like, oh, this is literally free now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah so you go 9090. 90. Um and then they'll probably bench Radiant Serena, which is unimportant. Uh, cause they heal down to 70. Mm-hmm. Um and then you can Sableye clean up the uh, Lumen, um, putting uh, 10 there, 2 probably on T-Tar. Um, keeping the T-Tar at 90, they'll heal it down to 70, you're at 2 prizes. Um, they'll be at like 2 there, it doesn't like really matter. Um, but then you just go in with Snorlax, and you just take the one-hit KO on uh, the, the T-Tar. Um, and if they retreat immediately into T-Tar, you can just immediately go in with Snorlax and then go 90-90. Clean up with, clean up with Stabilize and then boss kill their uh, Lugia.
0: Yeah, um, this line of play too. I want to point out if they penny, it's it sucks. Yeah. But yeah. then all the single strike energies are back in their hand.
1: Well, yeah. Well, but if they if they penny, they're benching another Lumen probably. Also I mean, true. I mean, two lumens in play is bigger than one.
0: So. <laughs> That's true. One hundred seventy HP is uh, not much.
1: <laughs> no it is yeah it, you can just like easily easily take four prizes there in like three turns so uh getting ahead on the race there is pretty easy
0: yeah so you're laying out the math there is one of the reasons why i'm like oh maybe i should have kept snorlax and it would have actually maybe it would have done something i don't know uh but the snorlax seems cool in theory into the Lugia matchup for sure yeah but you said it's possibly cuttable too
1: yeah it's definitely it. it definitely could be cut um if you just wanted to like I think the Lugia matchup's still bad, even with using trying to use one of those lines. Uh, like, I think it's probably still unfavored. But if you're just, like, willing to take, like, an auto loss to to Lugia, then... Or, like, not an auto loss, but, like, a really bad matchup to Lugia. I mean, then it's cuttable, I think.
0: Which is statistically doable, right? I hit two in my nine rounds. You hit one in your... What is it? 15, 17 rounds?
1: Yeah. I but I it was my last round. That was the only <laughs> one I hit. I, so, hit, I hit the lottery.
0: Even going into like Hartford, or I think Malmo is the next one. Maybe taking the Auto Lasalugi is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's fine. Are there any other cuttable cards that you think are like, eh, or this could be like changeable or something like that?
1: Did I mention Roxanne? Did I say Roxanne or no? Yeah, so far Roxanne and
0: Storlax, which I want to point out are the two cards that I cut almost immediately after seeing the list. I was like, I want a 10th energy, because I'm a coward, and a 4th escape rope, because again, I'm a coward, (laughs) and I want consistency.
1: Yeah, um, and I also think you could cut a vacuum, but I do like 3. Um, but if you really, really want to be safe with managing your resources, like, if you if you're like newer to the deck and you don't want those hard decisions of like energy and Clara um and want to be able to just like loss on an energy immediately when you see that decision um then I I guess you could cut a vacuum for an energy. Um it just makes the deck slightly less consistent, but it should be fine.
0: Yeah, and when we talk about vacuum being a consistency card, it's obviously not going to help you set up quote unquote, but the consistency here is Hitting seven or ten ASAP.
1: Yeah, yeah. It will. It will lower the times you get that just by a small margin, but that margin wins you a few games.
0: Because how frequently did you get the turn 2 sable eye when you were like trying for it? Like that was the optimal play.
1: Most of the time, <laughs> if I was going, if I was going second, I, I like almost never missed it. But if I was going first, I hit it like half the time. Um. People were people thought I was crazy when I was benching three sa- three calm phase turn one, and I was just thinking like, if I bench three calm phase turn one, like in Mir, I feel like getting to ten in zone is probably like really important to do first, mm-hmm. and like and if I'm if I'm hitting turn two stable, I have to bench three uh comphase turn one, uh, unless I want have to, if I'm unless I want a double vacuum, which often doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, the double vacuum is tough. Although I will say one of my favorite things in Mir is. Playing beach court, using it, vacuuming it away to get to the 10. That that feels good. <laughs> that feels so oh, good. Yeah.
1: You give them like a little bit of like a sense of like, oh, I can retreat this turn. Oh, wait, I can't.
0: <laughs> Especially you play it early. This is just one of those tricks that doesn't do much of anything, but just a little bit, right? You play the beach court early, you play out the whole turn normally, and then at the very end you do it, and they have to rethink everything at that point. That True. feels so good.
1: True just mess with their heads you know are
0: there are there any other tough matchups beyond lugia or anything else if anyone's listening to this they're going to take it to a cup next week or take it to hartford or anything like that that they should be practicing with the deck or any other tips that you figured out like you already mentioned mew is there anything about guardy or maybe i think you already mentioned mirror a little bit are there any other tips that you figured out with the deck um
1: uh well yesterday I figured out don't bench lock yourself with, with it against me <laughs> like that was Good really advice. bad. Lee Lee farmed me on stream because uh, I just, like I met, well the first game it was, it was like midnight by that point but I like I, the first game I just like threw just like straight up I had I had it in hand and I was like thinking about doing the play and then I just like like brain farted and just <laughs> played rope, I played rope and of switch card and I was like whoops. <laughs>
0: um Not bench locking yourself is good advice. I will also second yeah. that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bench bench locking is pretty bad in the- that matchup, but only if they're good. If they're not, if they're not like like if if you can tell like they're not like the strongest of players. Like I know I know like that's not great to say, but um, like if you can tell that they're fairly new to the deck, I think it's pretty safe to do that because they're not gonna like. I don't I don't think they're gonna bench lock me.
0: Who so or, like yeah. Spam me with- why was bench locking yourself so bad?
1: Oh yeah. Um. So I did have a sable eye, right? But I was sabling every turn, um, and so was he. But I couldn't uh, bench a ninja to clean up, um, because he didn't have any. He didn't have any of the compays in play, and I had I had like compay, 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 uh. Manaphy and Sableye, mm-hmm. and then like Snorlax on bench and Greninja also. And he had five prizes left, and then he went like sixty, 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 seventy, and then put some damage somewhere else, and then took five prizes in one turn. And I just lost.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that that that's how you do it. The lack of utility, lack of being able to like do stuff every single turn, or yeah. have the optimal Pokemon on the benches. Yeah, yeah, kind of bad. <laughs>
1: It was. It was not great. It was not great. You gotta have. You gotta have some space, uh, and that's where I think. Well, I was talking about it with like Victor and Owen, and I think Penny could be pretty cool in the deck. um But, like, I mean, like taking your Lumen off the board seems pretty sick late game, <laughs> um and I don't know. Just in general, it could be pretty cool, but I don't know. It can also get you of out of those lock, bench locking positions
0: in my mirror where i got absolutely farmed by i should look up their name by the person with every single tech they bench their dragonite i'm like all right you're bad they put the four seal stones game two i'm like okay i can beat this right so they can force seal stone for something i'm like all right that's my last two prizes to win the game and right before going into the turn where i'd get the boss ko they penny it up and i'm like uh-oh <laughs> oh, no this is bad this is very bad it's a, it's pretty good. <laughs> Penny seemed very good there.
1: pretty Penny's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah.
0: Andy, do you have any shoutouts or people you would like to thank?
1: Um yeah um obviously my brother and my parents because uh, they were like they were calling me throughout the tournament just like supporting me and like telling me rooting for me like good luck in your wins congrats on top eight like everything like that um and like. Tabletop Village, obviously they're the goats. They're like the best. They're the best store. Like they fed me barbecue last night for just being there. <laughs> you know, like who? What other name? One other store that does that. Like, I mean, right. and then um, uh, Victor Owen and the group I same sixty with, which was you, uh, a couple seniors, Johnny and Dominic, mm-hmm. um, and then Owen, I believe.
0: Yeah, Owen ended up on the same, well, a little bit less lucky in what he hit, but. <laughs> And then where can the people find you if they want to hear more from you?
1: Uh, my Twitter at is it's Andy lol. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> It'll be linked in the description box.
1: Sweet. Uh, yeah. Awesome. And, and I don't have anything else. Any other socials.
0: Cool. Myself, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Mellow underscore Magic This has been another episode of the Lake of Rage podcast. We'll catch you all next week.